0: W of Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. We will start at the bottom of the hour, head to Las Vegas, catch up with our friend Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circa Sports. Uh, We'll get the latest on uh, the happenings. Uh, Go behind the counter at Circa with our friend Mike. Palm from Circus Sports. 1205 Chris Williams, Cyclone Fanatic and Iowa everywhere. He will be here to talk Iowa State, both men's and women's. Big win for the ladies a couple of nights ago in K-State. Men on the road against Central Florida as they try to uh, keep that uh, streak alive. Uh, that is a three o'clock, three o'clock tip tomorrow. Uh, the game down the hall on one hundred point three. The bus, assuming you don't have ESPN Plus, which was where the game will air. Uh, and then Tom Cakert, Tom on the Caitlin Clark news from yesterday. On the task that awaits uh Fran McCaffrey's team as they head over to Evanston. That's a four thirty Big Ten Network affair. Ten forty W H O has the radio call of that one. Uh, but a big spot as. The Hawks look to take another baby step forward towards that selection Sunday uh, that they hope that their name is called, and they feels like a pretty big spot against Northwestern, who had a nice win the other night, playing without two of their guys, Landborg and uh, Ty Berry's been out for a while, but they went on the road and beat Maryland, and now they get home to take on those Hawkeyes, and that'll be tomorrow. So a lot of ground to get to. You've got a state championship game to call tonight.
1: Uh, The teams that you thought were going to be there, are there? Um, You know, I thought Dowling had to have a difficult path, and they did. Uh, They get past Cedar Falls yesterday to punch their ticket in. But no surprise on the top side of the bracket. It is Johnston. They're undefeated. They played Dowling twice this year, handed Dowling two of their losses. A a convincing losses, Both by 12. So... Dowling was able to hang around Mm -hmm. here. It's going to take a great game plan, but Mm -hmm. we've seen this happen before. Anything can happen in a state championship. 6 o'clock with the tip time tonight over on 96.9 FM, and you can find it also on the iHeartRadio app. 6 o'clock tip for that one. Good stuff.
0: Well, there is a 25% off at the WNBA store right now on Indiana Fever Gear, (laughs) for those of you so inclined. Uh, Andrew Downs, as you saw him tweet, Uh, good to see AD in the building yesterday, by the way. It's good to see the whites of his uh, but um, yeah, he just tweeted that out, and he purchased one, and I don't think he's going to be alone. So let's start there. I'm uh, I'm somewhat dumbfounded by um, just the shoot first, ask questions later, and I, and I guess that sports talk radio certainly was in the past. I th- I want to believe it's cleaned up a little bit since then. <laughs> um, that at least it. You know, you look a little bit before you, before your hot take, right? Uh, if you will. I mean, Doug Gottlieb, did you see his take? In- I did not. Maybe she'll get a shoe deal. Yeah, she's making a mistake. But maybe they'll be, maybe. No, Doug, she's got a shoe deal. Yeah. It's already handled. <laughs> she's got one. She has one with Nike right now. And you can bet your bottom dollar that they didn't sign her to make those T-shirts that they passed out when she went over or <laughs> uh, beat the record. no. They are designing a shoe for her. And what they're doing behind closed doors, I'm assuming, because I would be, mm-hmm. is in the marketing. Now, do we want to get them ready in time to go back to school? Or do we wait for Christmas and really capitalize? Because it's coming in every... Remember the Cabbage Patch doll craze? Oh, yes. Right? Uh, that's what it's going to be like little girl, mommy and daddy on Santa. Uh, I want Caitlyn Clark shoes. Look what she does when she goes all over the country trend. Yes. It's not, it's little girls. Mm-hmm. It's the little boys that have to get, that are caught up in this and for leave to say, oh, maybe she'll get a shoot or, or you know what? She can make a lot of money when she goes to play basketball in Russia. The last thing anybody should be doing is going to play basketball in
1: Russia. Yeah, Brittany Griner can tell you some
0: stories. Right, check with her Yes, um, before you go any further. But even if that was the case, she's not going to need to do that. Every single one of hers, of her endorsements will transfer. She's going to be as big, if not bigger, in the WNBA than she is here. I don't care that the world is not even familiar, that there is such a league as the WNBA. We're about to learn. Yes. We are about to learn. It's about to take over. Television sets, I'm telling you, buy stock
1: in this, jump aboard now. You're foolish not to. It is going to be huge. And now it is to the WNBA. This is your moment. Yes. Do not screw this up. And you don't think they know. I mean, the Indiana Fever, I, I mean, five minutes after her announcement was tweeting about season tickets, mm-hmm. um, good, good for them. Yes. Good the way for it them. should be, right? Yes. Absolutely. And and here we are. The WNBA needs to seize this moment and they need to do everything possible. They have a TV deal with ESPN. They have a TV deal with CBS Sports Network. You need to have every single one of those 40 mm-hmm. games televised. Yep. And if you have a streaming partner, I'm sure they're going to want to get their hand in there too. Sure. But make it happen. And if it's building up ESPN Plus and you're making it happen that way, you have to do those things. Her first game for the Indiana Fever will be against the New York Liberty. Yeah. I mean, you talk about... very big stage. Absolutely huge. Last year, and the WNBA does not rate well. No, it hasn't until this point. But their first game of the season was like a 930 tip-off. It was the Vegas team. I can't remember the who they played. Yeah. And they got over a million TV viewers for that one. So there has been some momentum. And I think definitely the college game helped push the WNBA Hurt a bit it. last year as they saw increases in TV. But now you have... A star. You have mm-hmm. as marketable of a person as yeah. we have seen. Right. And it's to the WNBA and the NBA not to screw this up. And this is going to be viable for the next quarter century. Mm-hmm. This is the time that you have to take advantage because if you can't do it here, you're never going to be
0: able no, to do I, it. I couldn't agree with you more. A couple of weeks ago, apparently the NBA held their All Star games.
1: <laughs> You didn't get into
0: that, huh? I didn't. But I guess on one of the nights there was a a, a three point competition with uh, there was a woman that was involved. There was I don't know who all participated in it, but um, she's got to she's got to be a part of that. Trent, she is exactly what the doctor ordered for this league. It, it's it's true. This is Gottlieb's tweet. True, she'll take a pay cut in the WNBA, but combined playing in Russia and the WNBA, and I'm sure she will get a shoe deal, or some other sponsors, she'll do well. Well, she's got the shoe deal. She's got a whole bunch of sponsors now. I get that the salary's not there, but she doesn't take a nickel from the swarm to begin with. She's making about a million dollars, was what I was told, in her final year of eligibility at Iowa. None of that is going away. It's only going to increase. It's just going to keep getting better. Will she dominate the league? I don't know. I've never watched a freaking game. I can't wait, though. And I'll be like a whole lot of people that find this for the first time just to watch her and see how she does. They have a marketing star. And as you said, Trent, that both leagues would be foolish not to
1: capitalize on Caitlin Clark because right now she is a phenom. The estimated NIL package that she receives with her sponsorship deals is $910,000. I think that's incredibly light. I think that that number is far, far short of what she's actually earning this season. But that's a different conversation. Mm -hmm. To think that things are going to dry up. Where is Hy-Vee expanding to? Oh, Indiana. Yeah. That's their next state. Uh How about a remarkable star and going over to Indiana? They're just going to go away. Not going to happen. The way that people are missing this and the opportunity that is in front of her, I- I'm, I'm dumbfounded. Just how wrong it feels like so many people are. Darren Rovell. Oh yeah. And I've been begging somebody like a Darren Rovell.
0: What well, kind just of make crap embar- up? Let's be honest. Well, he does. He but, just makes crap up. But I wanted somebody to do a study. What has she meant? I've been calling for this for months. What has she meant to women's basketball? Mm-hmm. What has she meant to the name on the front of the jersey she wears every time she takes the floor? What has she
1: meant to the University of Iowa? You can't buy that, and it's unmeasurable. I believe. I mean, we see those estimates. We hear it when a new complex opens up, and this is going to bring this much. A final four here it comes, and that's going to be an economic impact of twenty million Mm dollars. Really? Look, it's this. Here is the other thing. Trend about the
0: WNBA that people miss. I think a lot of people do. I would have. Well, maybe I wouldn't have. But um,
1: they play in May, yes, June, and July. The season begins this year as an Olympic year on May fourteenth. Uh-huh. What are we talking about May 14th? Oh, it's week seven of the NFL. No, it's not. It's it's, it's Iowa. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. There's no football. We're talking about There's the There's no game. basketball. Did the Cardinals do something? Right. We talk, we're talk. we talking baseball. Yes. And we're trying to find some topic to squeeze in there right. football-wise. But outside of that, it's a lot of baseball. And you mm-hmm. and I love baseball. Yep. But we know where the numbers are. All right. And the numbers here are about football our, and they're about Iowa State. Our
0: worst block of... Eh, he's not supposed to talk about ratings. <laughs> But we, this show doesn't do as well, I'll put it that way, as we do normally in the summer because we talk base. We're not entertaining folks. You know that if you've listened to the program. You're not going to laugh. You're not going to, well, maybe well, laugh a little bit. But um, we pretty t- do stick to sports. Yes. We're hardcore sports. Right. And, and baseball doesn't move the needle like I when I was state. Too. Right. That's just plain fact. Uh, her going to the league is going to be a bonanza for the WNBA. It's going to be a bonanza for Indianapolis. Wherever she goes, she's going to continue to sell out buildings uh, because this is what she does. Look around the Big Ten footprint. Building after building after building and none of these folks are leaving if the game gets out of hand. You know why? Because they brought their four-year-old or their six-year-old or their eight-year-old girl or boy and they want to stick around and see if Caitlin can sign their piece of paper or the back of her shirt. You've seen the video. This isn't going away at the next level. It's only going to get bigger. It's only going to grow. I wish I was her agent. I wish that there was some way we could capitalize on this rocket ship that is her career. Because it is going to be monumental. And I couldn't be happier for her. She's going to make huge, huge money. Not from her contract. The uh, the first round, the first overall pick, what's the pay? I looked at it's it. 74000 74000 yeah. right? That's going to be her salary mm-hmm. as the number one overall. Now. I'll guarantee that's going to change because the television numbers are going to go up. Mm-hmm. And the next time that that contract gets redone, she's going to be a major factor in the next WA television or Amazon or wherever mm-hmm. the WNBA is going to be parked in the future. It's going to be bringing in a uh, an amount of money commensurate amongst uh, amongst what she brings to the eyeballs to the ratings, to the television sets. She's going to be huge. She's going to be huge. Uh, Case wants to chime in. Case, how are you? Um, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Good. You've never called the show before, Case. What, what caused you to call?
2: I I just feel like now I want to preface this saying that Caitlin Clark is a phenomenal athlete.
0: All right, go ahead and rip
2: her. <laughs> she's she's gonna change. She's gonna change women's basketball. She already has. What?
0: Yeah. What here.
2: I'm saying is, a year from now, you guys and no major sports entity. We'll be talking about her. That's false,
0: Case. You couldn't be more wrong. It's the right time. Th- it's not going up against football. It's not going up against college basketball. It's during the no, middle of no, the no, summer. No,
2: no, no. And it's not. and it's not going up against anything. That's precisely my
1: point. Yeah, we need content. And we're going to be talking content. I appreciate
0: case. the call, Case. Thank- thanks for the call.
1: Um, <laughs> You're wrong. Yes. You're just wrong. If the Fever are in contention to get to the playoffs, right? and it's July, you don't think we're going to be talking about that? Of course we will. Not yes. just
0: us. No. I mean, I just, I'm driving in, Dan Patrick's
1: talking about her lead an hour. Mm-hmm. PTI, what do they open up with yesterday? Did they talk about Caitlin? Coming LeBron? off LeBron. But hang on, nobody knows her outside the oh, state Oh, no, I've been told that by plenty of people in Stoward County. Mm-hmm. This is just an <laughs> Iowa story. Right. You're wrong, but... That's what I've been told plenty of times. The jealousy that I see among Cyclone fans, it's flat out embarrassing.
0: Yeah, It's flat out embarrassing because they know better. These are bright people that I'm hearing some of the most ridiculous takes. If she was a Cyclone, maybe the Hawk fans would feel the same way. They would. That's why I love the rivalry. But my good God, get your heads out of here. You know what? She is a mega star.
1: Everywhere. Everywhere. Nationally, this is going to go. Look at what happened when she went to D.C., went to Maryland, and sells out the building. 18,000 watched her in an Ohio State game. Wisconsin averages 4,000, and they sell out the Kohl Center. Not a small building, by the way. They had 16,000 in there to watch Caitlin Clark. Minnesota, the other night, they haven't sold out a men's game. You couldn't buy a ticket to see the game. Yes, it's something that they hadn't seen in the barn all year long. It's 890 bucks. you can buy tickets to get in Sunday at, at Carver. The Big Ten Women's Tournament in the Target Center sold out, out weeks before right. we even get a bracket in what front of us. don't you understand? It's her. It's,
0: it's not Hannah Stalky <laughs> no. or Lisa Bluter or Jan Jensen. It's none of them. And it meant nothing or very little before. It's she's she has changed everything about this sport. Everything. It was as fringe as fringe could be. And now look, it's changed and it's changed for one reason for one woman, her. And it's not going to be any different in the WNBA. In fact, it's going to be bigger because she's going to expand her brand statewide. Do you think Nike? just signs up Uh, any tom dick or sally athlete no they want to sell shoes and they want to sell merchandise and they know darn well what they have in caitlin clark and folks trust me because the shoe is coming and is it coming before school Back to school, or is it coming before Christmas? These folks aren't dummies. The Logo 3. Well, I mean, does she, she not wearing different colored shoes, the yes. last couple? I mean, I don't know what she they has are. Well, she? she's done that for years, Okay, yeah.
1: I didn't know that. She wears the Grinches. Uh, she likes, uh, I think, a pair of Kobe's that she wears a lot. But yeah, a d- bunch of different colors. All kinds of Nike gear, uh-huh. and that is going to be, yes, we're going to get that. Maybe I would be surprised if we don't get that right at the beginning of May. When she opens up in the first game for the Indiana Fever and her new shoe line drops at that point,
0: how many people right now would like to make a bet? How, many, how when it, when it comes to WNBA gear that is purchased prior to the season? I'm not sure they haven't sold any prior. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had to sell a little bit.
1: I wish we had a contact with
0: fanatics to right? see
1: just how ridiculous it's, it's
0: going to be. Yes. Off, there's going to be more 22, and I'm assuming that'll be her number. Yep. Uh, that's if she doesn't go to Russia. According to Gottlieb, <laughs> she's not going to Russia. <laughs> Uh, Keith is uh, up first. Keith, welcome to the
3: program. Ken, I'm a, I'm a fan of the, of the show, but I, I've got to call you out here. Uh, so, I'm an Iowa State fan. The, there you I
0: go. You know what? That's the, that's strike one, Keith, because you lose all credibility when you come with that. You guys don't no, see clearly, you're the one Keith. Who doesn't.
3: You're the one who doesn't. What am I saying? Go, let's go, let's go, go.
0: Okay, if I could just... You can, the the floor is yours. You just
3: called out, you said Cyclone fans are jealous. I'm a Cyclone fan, I go to games. I haven't met one fellow Cyclones fan. Who's critical or jealous of Caitlin Clark?
0: When you know, was the done. last time you were on CycloneFanatic.com? There's a well, two hundred and five exactly page There's a two hundred and five exactly, page thread of Cyclone fans, exactly, one after another, exactly minimizing my, what exactly she's done, point, minimizing done, Ken, where she's Ken, going to go. Ken, that's exactly my point. You have gone to a small segment. I just spoke. Culture. No, that's not true. I just spoke with one of my best friends was five feet in front of me prior to the show. A huge, worked for Dan McCartney, was on McCarney's staff, is a cardinal and gold disciple, loves them. And he is as turned upside down by Caitlin Clark as anybody I know. Keith, there's a whole there's bunch more, of Cyclone fans with.
3: That's anecdotal, but... You've got to get out more and not just rely on a message board <laughs> to
0: get to get, a, to get a, I'll give you that.
3: a pool of Cyclone fans. It doesn't work that way, Ken. So
0: what's she going to do, Keith? The do cyclone you believe she... I... Okay, well, are you win this debate. You win this debate. You win the Cyclone fans. What's she going to do at the next level? She's going to be tremendous. Will she sell merchandise?
3: She certainly will. Cyclone fans buy merchandise. When I was at the game back in December when we played Iowa, you had Cyclone fans lining up to get 22 jerseys signed by her. Those are the real Cyclone fans, Ken. Not the jealous, reclusive ones that are on a message board. I I painted with a broad brush. When you analyze our fan base, go further than that, please. That's all I'm saying.
0: I appreciate the call, and I appreciate you listening for as long as you have, Keith. Thank you. Um, 515-284-5966. Look, uh, maybe, maybe Keith has a point. I think he probably does. That was a bit of a broad brush. But look at it, it is. I know a lot of Cyclone fans. They can't, that's not true. They're very jealous of her. And if she was one of yours, maybe it would be the complete opposite way for the fan base with, with the black and gold. But she is like nothing I have ever seen, short of a. I don't even know if you can say Tiger Woods because golf was good before Tiger. It got better when he became when Tiger became uh the dominant player on the tour that he's become. That's apparent. But what she has done single-handedly for women's college basketball, she'll take the next step.
1: WNBA is on nobody's radar. It's about to be It's going to get there. It's about to be. It's going to build up in a way. The WNBA has to take advantage. The TV deal needs to happen in an Olympic year. Now, the Olympic team feels like Can she play for that? It's a great question, and I don't know the And I don't mean just like a Christian Leighton, or you're part of the the dream team, just because we could have to include a college player. I've seen some conflicting things about that, that basically the roster set, it's a group that's been playing together now for a few years in international competition, and if it would. Who does the U.S. Yeah. Olympic Committee want? Well, I think that's an easy one, too, don't you? I mean, you're, you're trying to sell this brand. You're trying to build up the WNBA and women's basketball. At minimum, don't you want her on the team? Of course you do. Yes, I don't think there's any doubt. Of course you do. You absolutely want her on the
0: team. You want her wherever you can have her. You want her the NBA All-Star game, that three-point event on the night before the actual game, which they shouldn't play, by the way, if they if they if they're not going to try, why do we go through that exercise? I, 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 I never understood it. But with the WNBA, schedule being where it is. It's May, it's June, it's July. Yep, we want to get out. We're not as maybe beholden to our coach, our couch rather, and our TV because it's beautiful weather. We wait for this weather. You want to get outside. But I'll guarantee you the ratings are going to be way higher, way higher for Caitlin Clark and the Indiana Fever and the WNBA than they have ever, ever, ever been before. And if you don't believe me, you know what? Let's file it away and let's revisit it. Um, when the ratings come out when we see what she's doing during the regular season, um because I believe it's going to happen. I truly do. Uh let's say is this David Trent? Uh Sid. Sid, welcome Sid. How are you? Sid? Going once. Uh Terza uh, I I can't. I have no idea who this is, Trent Turzo. Turzo, it is. Hello, Turzo. How are you? Oh, I'm
3: doing well, guys. Hey, uh, happy you guys took my call. Um, I'm not a. I'm not from Iowa. I'm a transplant um, from Colorado. So you know, I don't have a real allegiance to Iowa or Iowa State. But what I will say, though, as being a huge basketball fan, like I am, both college and professional, is that Kaylin Clark and what she's doing is is absolutely amazing. And if people do not want to realize or recognize how great she is and how tremendous this is for women's basketball, because I've been a women's basketball fan for years, Diana Taurasi was probably still one of the greatest players I've ever seen. And so she's in, and Caitlin Clark's in that argument with her, and she's going to be awesome in the
2: WNBA. Now, I think that they're going to push on her a little bit more, but I think she's going to be great.
0: Yeah, I-, I couldn't agree with you more, Terzo. Thanks for the call, and uh, glad to have you here in the state of Iowa. Appreciate that. Sid, uh, he's from Louisiana. Yeah, he's
1: visiting here,
0: our fine city. Hello, Sid. How are you?
2: Hey, I'm doing great, y'all. How you doing today? Doing
0: fine. What's on your mind?
2: Hey, not much, man. I just want to say real quick, I got
3: uh, three brothers. Two of them, one of them played at LSU basketball, and me and my other brother played D2 basketball in Memphis. Used to live in Des Moines. But if you don't think Caitlin Clark is the greatest female basketball player to ever play in college, then I don't know what you're on, but you're not on planet Earth, man. And this is coming from a huge Pistol Pete guy. He's my goat. Mm-hmm. But man, it's just, you, you can't even, it just sounds like there's a bunch of haters up here. I haven't been up to uh, Des Moines in about 15 years, but. If you got a bad word to say about Clayton, uh, Caitlin, then you don't know ball, man. Yeah, so she's, she's as
0: important to her sport as anybody I've ever seen. Sid, thanks for the call. Welcome back uh, to the wonderful uh, state of Iowa. Hello, David. How are you?
4: Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon to you. Um, I'm going to start by saying uh, I've never watched. One minute of the WNBA. Likewise. one. Likewise. And I, 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 Caitlin's a great player, and I'm glad that she's here in this state and certainly helping the Hawkeyes. But uh, I think if she, she goes, here's the thing, okay, she's going to be drafted by this Indiana Fever, so she's going to play in the middle of Indiana. If the WNBA wants to transcend, if they want to take it to the next level,
0: <laughs> I, know I think where you're she going. has
4: to go to the number one media market Otherwise, within a year, I think she fades away. <laughs>
0: no Her she Nike won't do products that.
4: probably sell. Yeah. right. Her Nike products will still sell, Ken, but I think in the end, in a couple of years, WNBA is going to go back to kind of where it's at right about. Let now. me ask so you I one question. You on
0: that. no, let me ask you one question. Who drafted Kobe Bryant?
4: Well, see then he went to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Ding ding ding
0: ding ding. Who that's me. back in your I'm backing up your point, David. I don't think that's right. going to happen, but I'm backing up your point for you. I appreciate the call and I appreciate you listening. Uh Benny's next. Hi Benny.
4: Good afternoon, boys. I I've been following women's basketball, graduated in 94. I was a fan of Pat Summit and the Tennessee Volunteers. Kansas so you're front runner. So
0: you're front runner. No, well, we know that about I men.
4: talked to the- I talk well. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I follow individual players. That's why I was a Tennessee fan as well as Paige Manning went there. So, but let me get to my point. Serena yeah. Oldsclaw, Candice Parker, Diana Taurasi, they've all single handedly been great, amazing yeah. college players. They never transcended the way that Caitlin Clark is. The, the Jay Williams comment: you can't consider her a goat because she doesn't have titles. Brianna Stewart is probably the most decorated player in college basketball history. One national player of the year, one most valuable player of the tournament two or three times, four-time national champ at Connecticut. Does anybody know where she plays in the WNBA? I do because I follow it. Right. But 90% of the people, everybody knows Caitlin Clark's getting drafted by Indiana, and her teammate is going to be Aliyah Boston, mm-hmm. the two best players in college basketball. Over the last three years, that will sell tickets alone. in the Indiana Fever, if they get a veteran presence that wants to co- go mentor, that's a superstar already wants to go mentor those two girls, they'll probably win a title in the first three to five years of Caitlin playing there, and that'll sell the WNBA even more because right now they're making it based on two super teams where all the superstars went to Las Vegas, the Aces, and to the New York Liberty, and. Caitlin could single-handedly transcend the league if she can go and win a title for the Indiana feeder first. She doesn't need to be in the New York market or an L.A. market. She can make her own market.
0: Benny, got to run, got to appreciate the call, got to get through this calls before we get to Mike Palm. Rodney, Justin, and Brad in that order. Rodney, you're up. Go ahead.
4: Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Hi, Rodney. I just wanted to weigh in on the Iowa-Iowa State-Caitlin Clark yes. controversy. Yes. <laughs> I think coming from here in central Iowa, uh, like Trent, I got to work some of her high school games, and I just think it's so cool that somebody that's coming from central Iowa is having this kind of effect on her sport and everywhere else.
0: Uh, preaching the it's choir, amazing. Rodney, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, You know, when people talk about the history of the WNBA and Benny talking about the history of college, I've watched one year. Yeah. I mean, I know You're nothing. a newbie. I'm a newbie. And yes. why am I a newbie? Like a lot of newbies, we, ju- we scraped our knees jumping on her bandwagon. It was 22. And none of us are jumping off. <laughs> None of us are jumping off. Justin, how are you? Justin,
2: going hey, once. I-
0: hey, bud, what's up?
2: Yep, I'm here. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I was just gonna say, you know, for people to say her game won't translate it's to the pros, like it's it crazy. First of all, like the WNBA, the players that league, the players translate better than any other sport. If you were good in college, you're usually good in the WNBA. And then, like her height and shooting ability and passing. It's going to easily translate. Yes. I mean, she's going to replace a girl that's five foot seven. That's the starting point guard for the Indiana Fever right now, and she's shot like 30% from three-point land. So that's easily going to be replaced. She's going to start from day one, probably even be an all-star from day one. Now, I do say, like, you know, the hype will dwindle a little bit. Like, obviously, like, ratings are going to go through the roof, but, like, by year three, it won't be as big as what it is right now.
0: Sure, I agree obviously. with that. So, yeah.
2: But, like, at the same time, ratings will still be double, you know, three, four years mm-hmm. from now mm-hmm. when they were a year ago. So whatever. So, like, she she is going to do the Tiger effect, so you know it's it's going to be big, and like people are going to want all our new cards and everything, yep. and people that don't even collect baseball or sports cards, they're going to want cards of her just like. They, well, and how they many Nike, now.
0: how many versions of Nike Air Nikes or Air Jordans, whatever the hell they were, that I couldn't afford? Um, <laughs> uh, Justin, thanks for the call. Were they they're going to they're going look what here's another here's another example, six television networks. Just came out within the last week and say they set all-time records. Yes. Six.
1: No one. Six. Last year on ESPN, the WNBA postseason averaged 470,000. That was up. That's postseason? That was postseason. Can you find regular season? I can't. uh, Not right now. But that is up from what it was. And I think it was the success of women's college basketball that led to that influx of more people watching. If the Fever make the playoffs, that number double, triple, quadruple, we've seen the numbers this year. Uh, Brad and then Cody, uh, then we'll uh, we'll take our break. Brad, how are you?
4: Good, thanks for taking my call. Sure. I graduated from Iowa in 1977. Bruce Sky King is yes. my guy. Uh-oh. I love all Iowa sports, but I
2: also love Bill Fenley. I love the Iowa State women's program. I love Audie
4: Crooks. This period in the history of our state, this is the gold, platinum, and diamond era of women's basketball. And
0: I love that you're in my demographic and you're still listening to Sports Talk Radio from 11 to 1, and Brad, uh, do it a uh, call anytime. I and Brad, we it.
4: love
1: that, and yeah. our state has been a champion of basketball. Going back to the six-on-six days, I mean, you moved here, you remember the stories. Briefly, yes. yes. And it was right towards the end. My alma mater, Osage, we won the second-to-last six-on-six championship. An incredible team. It was a sport that I grew up watching and loving. And it's incredibly important to the fabric of our state. And... There's something to be said about that, and we heard this earlier from a caller, but to have this happen for a Central Iowa girl, yeah, it's awesome. to have this happen in our state, it's incredible because we have history here. We Yes, we don't have the national championships of a UConn or a Tennessee, but girls' basketball mattered for a long time, and now women's basketball matters in the state, and it's not just Iowa City credit to what Bill Fenley's built. We've seen this for years where they get 10,000 game after game after game for women's college basketball. There are hundreds of people in the stands at Hilton when he showed up. And what he has H- built. Literally there. hundreds hundreds yes. of people. Yes. You go to a Drake game and they have a good crowd on hand for women's basketball. This state loves po- basketball, loves women's basketball, and it's great that it's happening here. No, I couldn't agree with you more. Look, I well, we'll just we'll say that cuz uh, we we got to get to a
0: break. Uh, Cody, uh, real quick Cody, how are you?
2: I'm good, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I just had a, a quick comment and then a couple of quick questions. So, I just wanted to say, how lucky are we that we, you know, we don't get to watch Caitlin play for Iowa anymore, but we get to see her play with Aaliyah Boston. We know how yes. good she is. And, you know, we saw the dynamic with Caitlin and Monica Sinano. That's going to be like on steroids in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I just think, like, you know, we're pretty lucky there. I wanted to say, what do you think, uh, what do you think uh, Aliyah's uh, former coach from South Carolina <laughs> thinks about her playing with Caitlin? Yeah, and and how, how long do you think that the uh, the pandemonium will last with the WNBA?
1: Good question. Sustainability. Fair question. Yeah. Yeah. Cody, thanks for the call. And that's to the WNBA. As we kind of opened this conversation a half hour ago, yep. this is on the WNBA. They have to get this right. Mm-hmm. Um, one other kind of house cleaning note here. I took a look. The roster is set for the U.S. women's Olympic team. There are 12 players out there. Now, an injury obviously could happen. I mean, they have a 40-game season coming up before we get to the Olympics. And it's not,
0: well, you know what? I don't know this because I'm not an American, so I don't follow You know, your gold medals as, as closely as I follow the one we get, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but would she, would she fit on that team? Did oh. they need her on that team? Are they going to win gold without her?
1: Probably. There's the answer there. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey Plum's on the team. You got Tarazi, obviously, what she does. Inescu's is just such an—she is so skilled. Brittany Griner on the team? She is not. Uh, Aaliyah Boston is part. So it's a 12— player roster right now and I believe that is the max that they can have yeah. I don't know if there's flexibility on there there'll be alternates there'll be practices those kind of things is she an alternate that's practicing with the team as they lead up and we go back to the first dream team and the college team for a yeah, half taking yeah, it to yeah. them and then that quickly changes. as MJ said enough of this garbage and I but. took
0: that personal <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got to get a break it's 25 minutes before noon
0: appreciate your contributions to the first segment Miller and Then it's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 All right, Miller and Condon, welcome back to Moyne Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, about 20 minutes before noon. our number two, Chris Williams, Cyclone fanatic in Iowa everywhere. On the Cyclones, they head to Central Florida, UCF this weekend, and then Tom Kickard on the Hawks. Let's head to Las Vegas, Mike Palm, VP of Operations Circus Sports. Mike, how are you? Good to talk to you, Mike Palm. How's Vegas?
3: Good. Nice. Weather's nice. You know, highs, highs between the mid-60s and low-70s, so it's starting to round into the beautiful time of the year.
0: Indeed. Uh, I know you guys had a really cool promotion uh, at all three of your properties downtown, uh, Las Vegas, the Golden uh, Golden Gate, the D, and, of course, Circa. For anybody who was born on uh, February the 29th, and come up and show your ID, and you drink free. How many folks took advantage of that, Mike? Any idea of the February 29th birthdays?
3: I, so it was any of the uh, inside bars. I was at Legacy before I left. I, I think there were probably 40 or 50 people Jeez. up there. Um Right. It's one out of every almost 1,500 people was born on, on Leap Day. We did a, we did a, a sweepstakes where we gave away a trip and dinner and the, uh, cabana and all that. And we had over 300, well, we had 1,500 people or something to enter, but, uh, a little over 300 of them were actually born and that was the qualification on the, uh, on Leap Day. So, that's a pretty far reach to get that many people, and it turns out a, a, a lady from the Phoenix area won it. She's actually a twin, so her, her sister and their whole family are going to be coming up next month.
1: That's awesome. Well, uh, one question. As we got the NFL Combine going on a year ago, the NFL Draft, um, you talk a lot about it's very difficult to handicap. It's something you guys don't like doing, and you're not alone for operators with the NFL Draft. What are the plans of anything coming up here for 2024?
3: Yeah, we'll be very limited again, yeah. you know, put up three, four, maybe five different props that are, you know, have halfway some intrigue to them. Um, By that I mean there's nobody minus 10,000 or 20,000 or something like that. And, you know, it's limited in Nevada. You keep them up for about 72 hours and you have to take them down. And so, you know, it's it's not something that we, we relish doing or something that we're great at, but we do it as, you know, an amenity to to our regular players, so. We'll see. I mean, there's maybe there's some drama at two. I mean, I I can't see the Bears not taking Caleb Williams just because if they don't and he's a star early, they'll all be gone within a year or two.
0: Yep, no, no question about it, uh, Mike. Uh, we just spent the last half hour, uh, and Trent and I don't take a lot of phone calls, but we, mean, um, were we just banks were full of Caitlin Clark, and we have a, we have an opinion here, and it uh, was well received in some areas, and and not in the other. But that aside, when the WNBA starts, and I, it's just my belief that there's going to be more eyeballs on WNBA this coming season because of Caitlin Clark. Um, I don't know what that how that will translate to the betting markets. So, I mean, it's, it's the right time of year. It's baseball season. There's very little going on into the NBA, into the NHL, but good portion of the year it's, it's baseball or it's WNBA. Uh, what do you think that, um, um, that the I p- assumed growth, I'll put it that way because it's my assumption, of the WNBA will do for betting in Las Vegas and markets throughout the country?
3: Well, if it increases the number of eyes that are watching it on TV, it, it definitely will. Uh, impact the betting. You know, on a day-to-day basis, we don't get a lot of recreational play on the WNBA. It's almost all sharp action. Um, then when the playoffs come, you get some more. And we have a great team here in the Aces. Yeah, I think the way that she's been able to translate the viewership of women's college basketball, I think it will definitely impact the handle on the WNBA. Now, maybe it's going to be specific to Indiana, Indiana Fever, whatever that team is there that's going to pick her first. Their games, um, we'll see. But, I mean, she's the biggest thing in college sports right now. Men or women's basketball, Mm -hmm. it's not close. Don't don't tell me, Zach Eadie. So, um, I I think she will. Can she save the WNBA? And I I say save just because, you know, they draw like 5,000 people, some of those teams. We have one of the highest attendance here in Vegas. It's like 9,000 a game. Mm -hmm. Can she put people in seats, can she get those kind of eyeballs? I mean, a million, 1.5 million people watching a college basketball game, it's on a women's college game, I never, ever thought that that was possible.
1: Uh, absolutely, and that's where we are. A question for you, you have the national championship odds, South Carolina, a huge favorite again to win the national title as they were a year ago before Caitlin Clark and company got them in the Final Four. You have the Final Four up uh, odds for the men's side just to make the Final Four any interest in doing that for the women's side or is it just not kind of worth the work and maybe the limited amount of bets that you get on something like that?
3: Yeah, I think they'll probably have it up here by the by the time we head into next week and the, the conference tournaments. Obviously, South Carolina will be prohibitive favorite to make a final four. People forget and they want to say, "Well, she never won a championship or whatever." Well, unless she wasn't winning if they didn't beat South Carolina. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. The, the, the win over South Carolina was the best win by any team all year. Sure. And, you know, they're, they're a minus price in a lot of places to win it all. I mean, you got to lay 120, 125 on South Carolina. They're where, you know, it goes through these phases in women's basketball. And Pat Summon had it at Tennessee. And it took Geno a long time to get it at UConn. And he had it for a long time. And now Don Staley has it. And these programs can go for a decade and be unbeatable.
0: Yeah, uh, no doubt about it. Well, we we shall see, Mike. Let's talk a little bit of baseball. I know that you guys continue to put up. Um, I think you got uh, obviously you've got the wins and losses. The Cy Youngs are both up. Have you? Did you uh, during the last week? Did you start to dig into baseball at all? If so, any nuggets you want to share? Because you're a pretty good baseball mind.
3: Yeah, I am, and I haven't had time yet. I'm probably going to do it in the coming week. i I think the Cubs are very interesting. I do too. I'm, I'm bullish on the. I'm bullish on the Cubs again. I really want to dig into this NL West because at first blush, I just refuse to believe the Dodgers, you can just put them at 104 wins. And if you can fade them, then, then where's the value? Is it in the Diamondbacks? Um, I think they're the sneaky team in the West. I, I know they made it to the World Series again, say sneaky, but in terms of a regular season and, and a win total, I've got to do a lot more work. And you know, there's still a lot of people we don't know where they're going to land. Mm-hmm. So. It's very interesting, but it takes me a while, and and, and, you know, it takes me probably six to eight hours each division, so I got to devote quite a bit of time.
1: Over-unders have been out for a while now at Circa. You guys have those numbers out there, the divisional odds, and now you're getting into a lot of those individual players. I saw Cy Young, MVP, those types of things. Um, how much handle do you see on something like that when you get into those individuals? And do you have anybody you're targeting? Any long shots you're looking at for Cy Young? That seems to be kind of one that's kind of fun to dig a little bit deeper into.
3: That's my, like, uh, guilty obsession. Yeah, yeah. I, I spend too much time and too much. <laughs> I, I just, I have a lot of, I have a lot of fun with it. I think it's, like, one of the most fun bets you can make at Cy Young. So I'll take a look. I talked to a couple people that are pretty sharp on baseball that said, take a look at Jesus Lozardo. Oh for National League I'll have to dig into it a little bit but it's interesting I do think in handicapping Cy Young, strikeouts are much more important than they ever were, and innings aren't important. And I have to get away from that bias, I guess.
0: Hmm. Mike, uh, with uh, college basketball, we're, we're a couple of weeks away well, with next week, the Missouri Valley Conference, a couple of the tournaments start. But it really, in two weeks, it's, it's, it just goes crazy. It takes it to an entirely different level. Uh, speaking of some of those sharps you run into, and I know you only got a couple of minutes left here, Mike, so we won't keep you any later th- uh, longer than that. Is there a team not named... You know, not uh, not a Purdue or a UConn or a Houston. Arizona seems like a fake one to me. But is there a team that you know that's uh, somebody you respect when it comes to college basketball? It might be. You know, don't leave out this team, or maybe take a look at X. Who would that be? Have you heard anything other than the big teams at the
3: top? Clemson. Clemson. I think Cle- Clemson is a team the sharps are high on, flying under the radar. You know, they're not ranked, and the ACC is down, but they're. Their nets top twenty-five. I took a little piece of them at one hundred and fifty to one. Uh They're around a hundred to one right now. The team I like is St. Mary's, and I got them at one hundred and seventy-five to one back in December when they Jeez. were scuttling about. You know, if they beat Gonzaga Saturday, they're probably going to roll into the tournament winning twenty-two straight. I think this is Randy Bennett's best team. I think the parts all fit together. And they get discredited because of Gonzaga isn't mm-hmm. what we're used to seeing in Gonzaga, but this is a really good
4: St. Mary's team.
1: They're banged up, though, right now, aren't they? I think Jefferson's been out, and I don't know how long yep. that's going to be. Wessels has also been injured. That's Watch a little bit of them last night. They're pretty banged up, though. I guess that would be the concern. I got a team for you. How about the Florida Gators? I don't know how much SEC you've been watching. Now, I kind of fell in love with this team because they got a condon on their team. <laughs> so, all of a sudden, I got sucked in. But they're fun to watch. They can score. Not a great free-throw shooting team. That's a concern. But maybe even for a Final Four prop, uh, you seen anything on the Gators?
3: Well, I will give you this. I've watched them play because I. everybody wants to talk about the Big 12, and it's very deep. But that SEC is damn good. It is. In many years, would be considered the best conference, night in and night out. Even Mississippi's decent,
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, but there's not a lot of easy outs. A&M's not easy. Florida plays up against it, and I said don't be surprised if the SEC exceeds expectations in this tournament. I'm not sure who it is, but somebody from the SEC, one of these teams that are 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th in the SEC, will make a deep run.
2: Mm.
0: Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports. Mike, know you got another gig to get to. Uh, thanks for doing this. We'll speak with you next week, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll get to you on time, Mike Palm. Thank you, bud.
3: Okay, don't rob those people up too much, Kenny. See you later. Bye. Bye.
0: Good to talk to you. Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports. Circus Sports, you can download the app now. Circus Sports. Uh, sponsors our weekly conversation with Mike and then Trent's plays of the day, which come up at the end of our show each and
1: every day. Uh, I mentioned to Jeff Benson, who runs a sports book over there, about those women Final Four props. We're going to get those up Are there. Are we good? Good. And uh, also talking to him a little bit about NCAA wrestling. They've done a lot, a lot mm-hmm. the last few years on that front. Very difficult, though. Obviously, you can't do individual player props in state, so you can't have, you know, will Riel Woods, will David Carr, win their weight class. You can't do that because it's an individual in-state, but is there something you can do for who finishes second in the team race? Because Penn State's going to win it, but can you put a prop up who finishes second? That might be something I like uh, that it. they're going to work on yeah, over there. Yeah, that, that makes more sense. And they they have their dedicated wrestling guy, guy that now took over a couple of years ago, kind of doing that front, and throughout the course of the regular season, you can find not just duels involving with State, you and I, but... Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Ohio State—they got a bunch of them up there—and something that I know they have enjoyed doing. Something finding another one of those niches and another way that circus sports makes it great for the better. Indeed, it does. By the way, do they have WNBA futures up yet? Oh, that's a great question.
0: What are the favor? Uh, I looked at uh, what did I look at on uh, DraftKings yesterday? They were. I don't know. 25 to 1 maybe.
1: Uh you can find them at Circa. The fever to win the WNBA championship at 29
0: to 1. See, at 25 at uh, DraftKings, 29 uh what uh I the, the Aces of Las Vegas were
1: even money. What are they at Circa? They're also even money at Circa. Um other teams towards the top, the Liberty plus 210 is where you can find New York 11 to 1 on the Seattle Storm. Those are your betting favorites at this time, but the Aces They're going to be loaded again. Yeah, and 29 to 1 on on my fever. (laughs) Ten
0: minutes before noon. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX.
3: With threats to our nation waiting around
0: every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. to Moines Sports Station 106.3 know So a little breaking news, Trent Condon, uh, pursuant to a, a story that uh, certainly got a ve- lot of airtime and a lot of interest. More so as of late, I think, once the uh, news uh, came out that the uh, warrant, while well, there was no warrant, obtained during the search uh, of the uh, data on the phone, etc., of uh, some of the student-athletes, and all charges have now been dropped.
1: The state has dismissed all charges in the sports gambling investigation. This comes from KXNO and Channel 13's Keith Murphy. The state of Iowa, by and through the undersigned Assistant Story County Attorney, and requests that this matter be dismissed with prejudice and in support, therefore, states the following. And there is a long list of things. Haven't had a chance to read through it all because, Mm -hmm. like he just tweeted it one minute ago, so haven't got through the full scope of everything. Now, that says Story County, but did that... Also- well, it says the state, though, too. Right. Now, one of them is, due to
0: newly discovered evidence, the state no longer believes further prosecution in this matter is in the interest of justice. Does that have to do with it just became public that they, the couple of the agents lied to their fellow agents and that didn't become public? Right. Or the fact that they actually didn't go for a warrant when they illegally searched and sought some of this information? Um I have to believe that that played a big, big, big role, and this isn't going to. This isn't going to change the fact that there's going to be civil lawsuits coming against mm-hmm. the state of Iowa. It just, right. it's, it's just going to happen. Uh, but this is good. This is a step. It's a long overdue step, um, just because of the way that this was handled. Right? Mm-hmm. This was against. This is it went against your
1: rights as an American. You can't. You can't do you that. Can't. And that's what happened. Uh huh. There is no. No jurisdiction for them to do that, for this individual Sanger to do that. Right. And that's where we are today. Um, Also, I wonder how big of a deal it is, and it's over my understanding of things. But now, so this new, and that was one thing that we talked about really early in the investigation. They had this new piece of technology Mm -hmm. where they could find things out and find out what was happening on people's apps. And when that happened, now the DCI is no longer... Allowed to use Cabana. They have taken away their contract with the state of Iowa. The Iowa DCI— Cabana took it away. Yes. Right. Is no longer— And asked them to stop in November, and they didn't stop until January, apparently. Yes. Um, So with that, does that mean that the power is not in the DCI's hands as it once was? I mean, how impactful is this? If we ever would get to a point where Mm -hmm. there is needed a real Mm investigation— This wasn't it. Right. Yeah. Does the DCI suddenly not have the power or the ability that they once did, and is that going to be impactful for them? Because if we ever get to a point where there is a point-shaving scandal, Mm -hmm. there is game-fixing, if those things happen, it's an incredibly important deal. And if the Iowa DCI does not now have the ability to be able to investigate in the fullest extent, that's a really bad look for the DCI on top of it. Well, it sounds as though they um, pissed off the folks at Cabana Mm -hmm. to an extent
0: when they were, look, we want to... We, we we lent you this, but we, you didn't use it for the purpose that we thought you were using it for, and therefore we want it back, and that was November, and they didn't give it back until January, uh, according to a story I read in the Des Moines Register. Not good. Uh, good for the athletes. More to come. You can bet your bottom dollar on that. Chris Williams is coming up. So is Tom Caker. So are Trent's plays of the day. Hour 2 is next. Miller and Condon, 106.3 KX.